championship. Can you feel Candlestick? Welcome to Cover 49. My name is Tesh, and Bryant Young belongs in the Hall of Fame. I got my main man, Chrissy Chris, in the house tonight. What's going on, Chris? Shit, man, trying to stay warm, man. Got the, got the turtleneck on. You know, it's, it's, it's cold as hell out here. I do our uh, Fresno State uh, Minute. Uh, what's his name? Tedford. It looks like he's coming back, huh? Yeah, yeah. But uh, I want to say Jake Hainer's a sucker. <laughs> How you going to distance like that? I'd be upset. How you going to leave? He better not go back to Washington. I don't even think you can do that. You can transfer him out of the school, leave, and then come back. We'll see. We'll see. But I like Tedford, man. He no, yeah, is a hell of a recruiter. Yeah. We'll be all right, though. We're in the New Mexico Bowl. We play uh, UTEP next Saturday. Go dogs, as they say around here. Go dogs. Then we got my, the bag man, Jamal, in the house. What's going on, bag man? Not much, man. Did a couple pickups today, so I'm all wired on Red Bull coffee and a bunch of BS from 95.7. And a bunch of what? A bunch of bullshit from 95.7. Oh, man. You it's all material? The whole way. You steal material? I, yeah, I might have. I might have. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> all right, guys. I got, a, I got a lengthy read for you guys, okay? And uh, I'm going to read it out for you guys, and let's see what happens. We had a feeling with our quarterback – we knew we drafted a guard in the second round thinking he'd have to push Brunskill and Lincoln. Our biggest thing with all these positions, whether it was a running back, third corner, or third and fifth guard in the second, those are all positions that we were very thin at. Now we had guys that were starters, and we weren't drafting a hole to replace the starter. Who do you think that is? Oh, that no, has to a, be uh, Kyle Shanahan or, uh, or uh, Mr. Lynch. So, yeah, so Kyle Shanahan says we weren't drafted at whole to replace the starter, whether it was a guard or rather it was a corner or rather it was a back. I felt good about Mostert and Jeff Wilson as our starting backs, but we needed some depth. I felt like a good about – I felt very good about Verrett and Mosley and K1 as our starters at corners but we also knew that we needed some depth behind them for injury and for going into the next year, especially with the one-year deal these guys are on. Aaron Banks, we thought, had the best chance to compete, maybe win one of the jobs over the offseason, but he didn't get that. He wasn't there in training camp, started getting his work in week one and was been behind the eight ball. I think he's had a good couple of weeks here. His best two weeks lately, he's been starting to push him a little bit but when the time is right for him and our team will make that move and so this was a couple weeks ago Shanahan was talking about his draft process the thinking about drafting the players he did in the 2021 draft and I want to go back to now we had guys that were starters we weren't drafting a hole to replace a starter rather it was a guard rather it was a corner so Basically, I read all that, right? And the one sentence I want to take from all that, and he's talking about why he drafted players he did, he didn't draft starters. He drafted backups. Jamal? It shows. Yeah, Jamal, 6-6. Six and six. We're sitting 6-6 six and six right now. We're begging for a corner. We're going to probably run out Josh Norman and um, Dante Johnson. Oh. Yeah. You know, we got oh. Ambry Thomas and – Lenore over there. What do you think about Shanahan's excuse of drafting backups instead of starters? I mean, it's a lot of process, man. It's a lot of package there. I guess the whole best player available route isn't a thing anymore. He just wants to get who he thinks fits in the scheme. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I know the knock on Ambry Thomas was that he wasn't a day one or year one player. Same with Trey Lance. These are guys that weren't going to contribute at all year one. Shanahan, I guess, was just feeling himself a little bit too much, saying, you know what, I got starters here, we'll be fine. He's going to be on the back burner, sit for a year, and start, you know, year two. I mean, who would have thought that we'd have this injury bug again and have no depth behind injury-prone players? 
But um, yeah, I think he just he's feeling himself too much this uh, past couple of years, especially this draft. Hell no! That, <laughs> I was like, shoot, that's crazy. You want the best player available, or you know, you want to get the best player at that position that you're looking for. You don't you don't want to not take an Asante Samuels in the second round and take a junior, uh, and then you know pick up a, a third round corner who's like probably to 10th bet that 10th bet at that position when you can get like you know a top three or top four at that position you know or you know or even the offensive lineman you know that will go for backups you want to get the like you said next best player available or the next best player at that position that's uh probably the reason why we are why we are right now six and six i mean josh norman is a, our starting cornerback that's i tell you he's never good when he has a back pedal He's good in the flat, but other than that, he's whack. Yeah, I mean, to be fair. Wait, so for, this, this was Kyle Shanahan's quote from, what, two weeks ago, or when yeah, was this? two weeks ago. So was John Lynch. So John Lynch is the general manager, though. What so did yeah, you say John, about that? Or nothing? John Lynch is the general manager, but we all know the final say-so of the roster always belongs to one Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, but that that's I want to I want to let on wax saying that I want to maybe you know off the off the off the mic you know off the uh, record said something like that, but I want to publicly said that because yeah, I redact some of that shit. Yeah, <laughs> the hell you don't. I was gonna say, that. but uh, to be fair with Aaron Banks, uh, Lincoln Tomlinson is playing a really high level. Jamal was uh, on that when we got Lincoln Tomlinson. Jamal called it from the get go. He said that Lincoln Tomlinson is going to be a very good player for us, and he is. Uh, Brunskill, he is playing towards the lower end of quality players at the guard position, which is still good. You know, what I mean, you're getting a serviceable guard. I think our um, problems at the offensive line was other than Compton getting rolled over on that safety. I still think you know Jimmy <laughs> G should have uh, tried to throw that ball away. I don't think you could take a safety, right? You see your right tackle get laid out. What's the last thing you want to do is take a sack, right? But throw that was a three-step draw. That ball should have been out on the third step. Right. Yeah. Throw, it, throw it at somebody's feet, right? I mean, easier said than done. I, I'm a guy that sits behind the laptop, and I think Jimmy would tell me that. But uh, the, if Jimmy starts laughing again, we're going to have problems. <laughs> hey, he, he was laughing all day. And he was laughing at the, after the press conference, too. <sighs> so, you know. That's because he looked at his bank account. He's like, you know what? I'm all right. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get hurt. I'm good. good. No. I'm good. Damn. I'm still pretty. Suck it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard to point, man. It's hard to point where went wrong against Seattle. Uh, it's not it's, hard to point at all. I don't know what you're talking about. It's not hard to point at all. Who are you pointing at? I'm pointing at Kyle Shanahan. Finger straight uh. in his face. This is on Kyle Shanahan. Lackluster play calling. Average quarterback. Running the damn ball to a goddamn brick wall. They had a nine-man front. How often? Half the game. Five-man you know, at the line. Nine-man boxes. Just, yeah, ooh, that, this is purely on Kyle Shanahan. That fourth down call running the read option with Jimmy. You better <laughs> off doing – you might as well – That was the wrong quarterback. Or run Wildcat. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, man. That, that didn't make no sense. So when I was – Tell me was Kittle was off the field that play too. Yeah, so Kittle was off the post. So when I was waiting for you guys to get on, um, I kind of noticed that Jimmy G, he kind of turned for the mesh the wrong way. So the running back was – lined up to the right of him, and so he turned to his left, and there was nobody there, and then he ran to his right. And it was just, like, doomed from the beginning. And it's kind of like – He runs that place so often he knows how to do it properly. <laughs> that's why. But also, I think as a quarterback, you could feel where your running backs lined up at, right? Yeah. You know, above-average quarterback would, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Jimmy G regressed. I mean, he was uh, he was hot for a second. You know, he was building back his, uh, you know, some of that clout, but – I mean, can't lose to the Seahawks, man. I mean that they weren't. They, we played way better Seahawks team than that, and that was one we should at least got one, not swept. Because I'm like, damn, man. Like you said, Tess, uh, what they're four and eight, and we got and we gave them two of their four wins. Four and eight, we gave them two of their wins, and Russell Wilson is seventeen and three against the 49ers. Damn. <laughs> And luckily, he's going to get traded out of our division. Well, 
Like Jamal said, it's not a rivalry, right? No, you gotta, no. you gotta, you gotta split. You gotta be like Pittsburgh and the Ravens. I think the the rival, uh, the game on Sunday, the record was uh, between Harbaugh and uh, Tomlin, fifteen to fourteen. So you know that that's a rivalry. You know that's, that's a rivalry right there. Yeah, yeah, they got playoff history against each other. Yeah, but we, I mean, we got a history, but I mean, shit, it's not been good for us. A lot of, a lot of pissed off nights. Um, you know what sucks most about this was that we had a chance to just kind of end the Seahawks. Right, no, so, years of just getting bullied. Bro, yeah. We had the right to end the Seahawks, and it was going around Twitter that if Pete Carroll lost his game, he was going to get fired. I don't know about that. <laughs> so so I mean, that, was, that was just going around. But, I mean, I mean, we had, like, you know, the Seahawks was in the coffin. The lid was on the coffin, and we just had to put the nails on the Seahawks. That was we it. needed the bag man. We needed the bag man to come. I was through. there, man. I was away <laughs> for the call. That was serious, man. That was, that was it. And then, you know, and so, but we had, we had the, the fake punt that popped for a 75 yard touchdown. I think, I don't know if you can put that on Kyle Shanahan. Can you? I will. <laughs> kind of a little bit. I mean, it's like your boss, you know, it's like, I mean, some shit happens at work. You're kind of reliable. I mean, you know, they start looking at you a little bit, even though it's like, you can't control your guys or something like that. I don't, I don't know. I it's not all on him, but that's not a good look. So not at all. So I mean, Seattle definitely had to see something on film, right? Because the point, at the spot at the field, they're like at their twenty-five for them to go for it, right? If they don't get that, and it it was like fourth and like fairly like long, right? And I think so it was like seven. Yeah, fourth and seven, right? And so if they don't get that, you're giving the ball to the Niners at the twenty-five, and and you're just setting them up for a field goal at the very least, right from the get-go. So they knew that. This play will work. No matter what, this play will work. So I think that comes to coaching. And that becomes, like I was saying a few weeks ago, and, and Chris got on my line last week, but, you know, I feel like you're getting outcoached in that position, right? The Seattle basically saw something that we were, weren't doing fundamentally in special teams and took advantage of it. And then so we go on and score. The next drive is a three and out. And I was like, man, we're going to go 14-0 real fast. Defense decided to, you know what, make sure that Seattle punched the ball away, and then we kind of marched down 7-7. Um, the Seattle Seahawks started the game with four three-and-outs in a row, and we couldn't put the ball game away then. I mean, we had a two-point lead going to half, and you see what happened there. They just kept lingering around. Yeah, I mean. Like a fly at a barbecue. <sighs> The first interception is is uh, tale as old as time, right? Jimmy Garoppolo cannot see the sinking linebacker, and it's over and over and over again. Back to back, yeah. The linebacker. I mean, Ragnar. I think you know Ragnar is a, a clever player. He's a great player, Hall of Fame linebacker. I think is he gonna make the Hall of Fame, guys? Oh yeah, he's Hall of Famer. Yeah, Hall of Fame linebacker. Been playing there since the Legion of Doom. He is Seattle's heartbeat. I guess you could say, um, but he's a P. Will. He's a P. Will. Oh yeah, but he made a heck of a play. He came in there like he was gonna blitz, kind of backpedaled out. Jimmy G threw it right into his gut. He really caught the ball at his hip, so it was crazy. And then the second one, it was a weird concept. It was uh, like a high low concept. Jimmy G just kind of targets into George Kittle and sails one over his head, right into the safeties. Billy, who was that up top? Uh, Ayuk because he was open, yeah. Ayuk was open on the drag, yeah. And and then Jimmy G takes a safety. And so, while I was waiting for you guys, I'm, I'm just watching Trey Lance, you know. What I mean, I, I, on YouTube, you can find every play against Trey Lance against Seattle, and then you can find every play against Arizona. The Seattle game was a little rough, and then Arizona's game, he, he looked a lot better. They didn't win, he looked like a rookie. But I'm just saying, Jamal, what if what if we give Trey Lance all the starts up to this point? Are the Niners six and six or worse? If Trey Lance has the reins these next five games, I can easily see him going three and two. I mean, he's not gonna he's not giving the best chance to win is just complete bullshit. He can make every throw that Jimmy G's making and add a whole other aspect to running the ball. So I can easily see him going three and two, if not four and one against your main schedule. For sure. Chris Agrius, is Trey Lance the spark plug that we need? Or are you saying with 
the old not so wily vet. Ah uh, man, that would be a nice spark, but I think it might be a 50-50 spark because I mean, like veterans, you know, might still be riding with Jimmy, you know, like Kittles, you know, uh, uh Trent Williams, you know, some of these some of these guys, maybe Alex Mack, you know, even some of the guys on I don't know about the defense. I think the defense might be like, man, get his ass out of here. Cause I'll be looking at him <laughs> sideways. I ain't gonna lie. I'll be like, come on, man, you putting us in some messed up situations. And he smiled, like you said, laughing. Like, oh man, I'll be upside his head. But it's just uh I don't know. At this point, we kinda gotta dance with the girl you came with. You know, I mean, if we weren't like in playoff intentions, I would say, yeah, just throw the kid out there. But uh we might as well rock with Jimmy. Jamal got his hands up. All right, I'm just giving you guys a scenario real quick, all right? So Shanahan's basically handpicked three quarterbacks. He drafted C.J. Beathard third round, and he signed the undrafted free agent Nick Mullins. Those were his handpicked quarterbacks. Hoyer, too. Oh, yeah, he signed Brian Hoyer first year. <laughs> Let's just say he goes up to John Lynch and John and says, you know what? At number 12, I want Mac Jones. That's my guy. That's who I want. And, you know, Jed York and Lynch both tell me, you know what, F that, we're trading up. What if he didn't want to draft Trey Lance at number three? And they're just kind of pushing Trey Lance on Kyle Shanahan. And Kyle Shanahan is just saying, you know what, he's not ready. Keep him on the bench. I don't like him. I'm not in love with him. Keep him on the bench because I want Jimmy G. Then I'd have to fire him because I'm like, you're saying this kid's not ready, but look what you're putting on the, look what you're putting on the field. I so, don't know. I, so – I, I've heard this from other people before, right? And so Kyle Shanahan is on record of saying that when they were at the WTFT, which was the other name back then under his dad, right? Uh, Dan Snyder made them draft uh, RG3. Yeah. And so after that, so uh, they got, they handpicked Kirk Cousins that same draft, right? Just to make sure, because they didn't believe in RG3. With Kyle Shanahan coming to the Niners, I don't think he'd ever put himself in a situation like that again where he's being told who to draft. You know what I'm saying? And I think Kyle Shanahan has enough clout, um, using Chris's word, enough clout to say that, you know what, if we're, this is how it's going to happen, I'm leaving, right? Because Kyle Shanahan, as much as we are hating on him, as much as we're saying that he's being outcoached, as much as he's saying uh, that that was a dumb read option, he'd be a free agent for like five minutes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but get a offensive coordinator, he wouldn't be a head coach again. No, I, I think I think somebody would give him a head coach job. I mean, that's those are valid points. I'm just saying, they moved from twelve to three. They gave up, let's say, three first round picks and a third round pick to get Trey Lance. You must have fallen in love with this fool to get him over Justin Fields and Mac Jones. It doesn't seem like he's in love with Trey Lance at all. He better love them next year. I tell you that. They better be, <laughs> they better be BFFs. No, it, it doesn't seem like he does love them, right? I mean, maybe he loves them so much he doesn't want to put them in. Maybe he loves that them. That makes now. no goddamn sense. That makes zero <laughs> no, sense. No, that make no sense. Yeah, no, you don't leave your best player on the field. What was the reports? Well, was there reports well, after he left the uh, uh, Ohio State pro day that he was already drawing up plays for Dre Lance? Where the fuck are those plays? <laughs> Where are all those plays? <laughs> hey, he's, uh, he's got them in the playbook. For next year. For next year. Hey, gotcha. uh, it, but here's the thing, though. I, as much as I want Trey Lance, I don't think he's doing much better than Jimmy G will, though. You know what I mean? There's so many other flaws on this team, like Tom Bro, Compton. You're six, getting... you're six and six. He's throwing the ball 20 times a game. And these are all throws that aren't high risk throws. They're, you know, five to 10 yards between line of scrimmage. It's one read throws. You tell me Lance can't make these throws, and we shouldn't address him at number three overall. I think, well, I think Lance, well, that's my frustration, right? I think Lance can make the throws that Jimmy's doing. I think he can play at just as good as Jimmy is. Um, and that's what my frustration with Jimmy is. You know, what I mean, people talk about that he's like a 30 year old vet and he should be, you know, what is this? Is year five with the Niners? Year five, and he's regressed every year. <laughs> It could be one of the things, though, though, like he could have had his his peak, that Super Bowl run. You know what I mean? And this is his his, his back end of his career. So well, maybe Kyle Shanahan can develop a quarterback. No, maybe well, that, that, 
is yet to be seen. I don't think he can develop a quarterback. He hasn't shown that he can develop a quarterback yet. That's right. I mean, he drafted CJ Beathard. What I mean, that was a high pick, third round, and nothing happened with that. He was hand picked. He beat the Raiders. Or was that Mullins that beat the Raiders? That was, was Mullins. That was Nick Molly. <laughs> Nick quick pick six Molly. Bro, you see CJ Beathard in Jacksonville? What the hell's wrong with that guy? Well, he, he can't get on the field. He got Trevor. Well, he has a hair had a haircut since he was here. You can't find a barber, man. It's hard. It took me a while <laughs> to find a barber out here. You can't trust everybody with your hair. Like, what is it? What do we say? On to Cincinnati? Yeah. Yeah. Belichick, yeah. we're, we're on yeah. Cincinnati. Yeah. That's, 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 that's our, uh, that's our message for the week. We're on to Cincinnati. I don't, I think, I think this one hurts though, man. This isn't just like we dropped a game. You know what I mean? It was a trap game. This was against Seattle where we could have, ended it you know what i mean and it's and it's weird where we own the rams and seattle owns us it's just weird yeah yes. don't matter the records yeah just, i just it doesn't matter where either it's like what chris is saying man this would have been the nail in the coffin for seattle seahawks man after how i don't know how long they've had us hired our number 10 years plus since the legion you know, of boom for sure yeah yeah i'd say about years for sure good solid and we got some good teams, like those Patrick Willis, Barb Bowman, all this, you know, those hardball teams. Those are, uh, shit, those are some good teams right there. Bro, yeah. they ended Jim Harbaugh's career with us. Well, yep. Jed York did, but. That's well, I mean, if you would have pulled out of the games out, man. Yeah, they could fire him after they win, you know, if they would have won, uh, went back to the Super Bowl or won one of those Super Bowls. He, he probably, I don't know if he'd be at Michigan. No, I mean, if if he, if he wins the Super Bowl, I don't know if he's still with us. I don't know. His brother, John Harbaugh, still living off that Super Bowl win. Yeah, both are two different guys, though. True. Uh, the John, John Harbaugh seems like a mellow, calm, cool, collective. But is, is Jim Harbaugh even that bad, though? He's a little wiry. So, I mean, he's a little wiry, right? But is he even that bad? That man donated over millions of dollars to the Michigan staff for the money they lost to COVID. Right. Bro, winning fixes everything. Yeah, because he got that money back right now. He won the Big Team Championship. I but, think uh, Georgia going to get in that ass, though. I mean, yeah, of course. I think they're going to be one and done. So all that hype that he got right now ain't going to really matter. But, I mean, he's still a hell of a coach, though. I mean, I, I, I like coaches like that, you know. The, you know, a little wiry. You know, gets you fired up, motivated. But sometimes, like they said, the message kind of gets dry after a while, you know. Hearing all the same thing over and over, but for a little bit, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind playing for him. I don't think it got dry. I think just people's bodies just got hurt. Justin Smith had to retire. Patrick Willis had to retire. You know what I mean? And I, I don't think having Trent Belke in the office helped anybody out. I think Harbaugh saw how bad Balky was and wanted more control, and that's where they got messed up. Balky uh, kind of undermined him a little bit, slid in Tom Sula, and I think that's how that worked out. But that's a different story for a different pod because that doesn't help Kyle Shanahan. One thing I want to uh, get into is I want to know who is telling Kyle Shanahan down in distance. I want to know who is telling Kyle Shanahan analytics of the play, right? Because that that zone read, right? It was at our thirty-five yard line, right? So if we're not getting the if we're not getting that first down, if we're not getting the first down, we're giving Seattle the ball in plus territory to put the game away. And that's the best call that we have in the playbook, right? So who is the guy that's in Shanahan's ear during the game, right? Because it's been well documented, right? When he's on offense, he's standing 45 yards behind the defense to see what the defense is doing, right? And so, and then also when we have the ball on defense, you look at it over again. He's in the tablet. He's in his menu sheet, right? He's not even really paying attention to what's happening on defense. So who is the guy in Shanahan's ear, and I don't think there is anybody. Joe Brady. Well, Joe Brady is like uh, another Shanahan where I think he's a, a good designer of plays, and he's kind of young, so he's innovative. And so I want to bring him in the building just to look at everything that we're doing and just be another voice, another person in, on the board. But I see his name for head coaching jobs in uh, college football, so we'll see what happens with Joe Brady. But – I just don't think there's anybody in Shanahan's ears that's telling him down in distance, telling him how far it is, telling him what the an, an, analytics say. 
we didn't touch on it, but the game before, right, they had – I think they had kicked a field goal. And then the other team – who did we play the week before, guys? The Vikings? The Vikings. Right, so, so we kicked the field goal, right? We kicked the field goal and gold missed. And then the Vikings had a chance to drive and to uh, tie the game or to take the lead. I forgot. Or I think we're up by eight or something like that. But the analytics tell you, right, a team can't score if they don't have the ball. So the analytics tell you on fourth and short that you should go for that. But he's got nobody in his ear telling him what to do. You know what I mean? Do you think analytics is a a football uh, thing? Analytics? Yeah, I think I think there is a law of numbers. I think there is uh, something that shows your tendency, right? That fourth and one, I know they haven't done like a zone read, right? But fourth and one, how many shotgun fourth and runs uh, runs have we seen this season? A lot, right? Fourth and one, a shotgun run. We've seen that a lot. So you need some type of analytics to break your tendencies. You know what I mean? How many times have we seen first run, first uh, first down run, second down run? Third down, try to throw in the middle of the field. You know what I mean? Um, I, like I said, I'm, I'm hit or miss on analytics. I'm like, they can't tell you the feel of the game, you know, because sometimes it's a gut feeling that you gotta you gotta do, and I don't think analytics can uh, quantify that. Well, the Shanahan was having bubble guts last game, so. Oh yeah, no, hey, no, I, like <laughs> I said, uh, he does need somebody in his he does need somebody in his ear to help him out, you know, with you know, because there's a lot going on out there, you know. As you know, being on the sideline, there's a lot of stuff going on. You know, you got people coming up to you, asking you questions. You got questions that need to answer. You got to know, see, watch the play, all, all types of stuff. So he should have somebody in his ear just for that, you know, certain type of stuff. I don't know necessarily be an analytics guy, but just be uh, – just have a guy, you know, that you can trust. That if he says, hey, you should take a timeout here, you know, or there's only like 10 seconds left in the play clock or you only got – five seconds left in the game or the quarter or something, you know, little stuff like that that kind of helps you out because you can kind of lose track of the small stuff. Especially no, I mean, the yeah, too. I agree with everything you're saying. And it's just like, they don't have an old guy in the room. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, they don't have an old guy in the room. They don't have anybody to tell uh, need our a- special team coordinator, Hightower, what he's doing wrong. You know what I mean? Uh, because obviously our special team has been a Achilles heel for us. It's been uh, nice. And it's just like, maybe, you know, I'm not saying have your dad in the, in the, in the room, but just somebody that you trust. Like uh, he was serving under Gary Kubiak for a while. I would love to see Gary Kubiak as some type of coach on the staff. You know what I mean? A guy that's been around the block. Yeah. Our test, you know what I'm saying? They're hiring test to get a job. Nah. You wouldn't take that job? Well, you look at the sideline, there's no Indian guys there. I don't think he likes Indian people. Hey, well, you got to break the mold, Tess. <laughs> no, well, the Bears coach or the D.C. is an Indian dude, but he's probably going to get fired. That's why you can never be the first one. See, there you go. Just second. <laughs> there you go. No, he's going to set all Indian people back 10 years now. They're going to be like, look at this oh, dude. He's going to do it. They're all going to hate him now. Yeah. Like, you fucked it up for us. Yeah, Exactly. So, Jamal, anything that we miss against the Rams? Seahawks, right? There we Seahawks. go. Seahawks. Yeah, Tesh quickly that game. He's over. <laughs> He's like, fuck that. We're going to go to the game we won. <laughs> no, I mean, think- final, final thoughts on it, man. I mean, I, I think this is probably the worst loss of the year just because oh, yeah, of, for the, sure. you know, what we could have what we could have done. Seven and five could have really been, you know, held that wild card spot. And got close to the Rams. The Seahawks. To the coach of the Rams. Yeah, it would have been a game uh, behind. Yeah, it would have yeah, been a so, game behind yeah. with a game left against the Rams. You know what I mean? Yeah. We, we it, it, I was looking at it before this game, and I was like, man, there's a strong chance that we don't even have to be a wild card team. We could be one of the divisional teams. But uh, nah, nah, Arizona got that. They, they, no, I mean, yeah, Arizona's got that right, but we could have been a top four team like the Rams are right now. So the Rams are not a wild card team; they're a top four team. Yeah, could be hosting the first round. You know what I mean? You know. Jed York wants that money. Dr. J, his dad. <laughs> um, positive things, though, man. I'll try here played his butt off, dude. That He yeah. did really well. He was the cover 49 player of the game. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'll try here did pretty well. I liked uh, Jennings and Sherfield again. 
Uh, Sherfield got held at the end, uh, but he tried his best. He almost came up with a catch, but Sherfield and Jennings are blocking downfield. Um, and they're, and they're making big time catches. I, I like those two. And Sanu has been nowhere to be seen because I feel like Jennings has been doing really well lately. I would say our D line. We, they, they, oh yeah. They, DJ they Jones. There. Yeah. They out there, uh, you know, getting their bosses still out there wrecking havoc, you know, yes. not at the, yes. at the Bosa Bosa level, but he's, he's getting there. You know, uh, Jam- Jamal, how do you start? How do you stop Jamar Chase, bro? You don't let him get on the bus. <laughs> That's step one. Yeah, I mean, maybe spike his takeout food. I don't know. You know, get him. <laughs> get him Do sick the Michael Yeah, give him a flu game. I mean, you, you're not going to stop him. He's got to slow him down a little bit. But they got T Higgins on the other side. They got a respectable the, tight end. I mean, and, uh, Boyd is no. Uh, yeah, Tyler Boyd. Walking a park, you know what I mean? They got a respectable, uh, respectable uh, trio of receivers. And then Joe Mixon can play. Yeah. yeah, watch out for one of Antioch's finest. Joe Burrow? Ah, man, we got to hurt his <laughs> other finger. <laughs> no, I'm talking about Joe Mixon, one of Antioch's finest. But uh, And then, yeah, you got Joe Burrow with all the swag, man. White boy Rick? Yeah, yeah, he's definitely got that type of swag to him. Like, he can pull off a, a gold chain. Yeah, and a pink coat. Yeah, yeah. He's kind of like, uh, what's that Jets uh, quarterback back in the day, Joe Namath? Yeah. Broadway Joe. Broadway Joe, yeah, yeah. Joe Burrow's definitely got that to, with them, and, and they don't have a bad defense, you know what I mean? So, I think uh, the linebacker got hurt, though. He's pretty good. I'm a 55. Uh, I think his name is Mac Wilson or something like that. Or not Mac Wilson, or something Wilson. Um, he's pretty good, number 55. Um, but, yeah, their defense is not too bad, but, I mean, at the end of the day, I think this is a game we, we might steal. I mean, a lot of people might think uh, they might get us, and we play the underdog role well. We don't play the favorite well. This team doesn't – when we get all hyped up, everybody's patting us on the back, we don't play good. But when we get, when we get doubted, we end up beating the Rams. They're, they're a streaky team like we are, man. They're kind of like us. They run hot and cold. They have their moments that they look unstoppable, and they've had moments that they get blown up by the Chargers like uh, yesterday. Yeah, so, I think uh, – uh, We'll see what Bengals team shows up next Sunday. Yeah, I think Joe Nixon had dropped the ball and they picked it up to score a touchdown to put them ahead. Yeah, yeah that was a – He dropped play. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was a crazy drop, man. And it wasn't wet out there or anything. It was a nice nice day in Cincinnati. The sun was out for what it was, what it was worth. But, uh, you know, game plan we need? We need to install the New England Patriots game plan tonight. <laughs> That's the game plan to win right there. Go two for three? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I thought he was going to just stay one for one. Honestly, I didn't think they were going to throw a pass again. They didn't have to. They, they were ripping big plays. It was, yeah. it was getting big chunk plays. Yeah. No, but uh, I think uh, we don't have a defense like New England does. And I think that teams, you know, even Buffalo, you know, they, they pounded that box. But I just think teams will just put nine and ten in the box like the Seattle did and, and stop the run and tell, you know, hey, Jimmy G. Let's see what we got. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, that's what the Seahawks did. I mean, but luckily this time, uh, we'll have a somewhat healthy Debo, and we'll get uh, Fred Warner back out there. Both guys are supposed to be back. Fred Warner's supposed to be back, and then they said about we'll see about Debo. But yeah, that, I have a quick question: Have we ever had two players inside a running back like get off at the same game? I feel like it was just Debo all year. As soon as he gets hurt, now Kittle goes off. Now that Debo goes back, he'll go off again. Like, we can't have it that both guys can go off 100 yards. It's either – What was it? Uh, what was it Jacksonville? Maybe Jacksonville game? I know Debo went crazy. But I want to say, uh, was it Ayuk or uh, or maybe even Kittles? Like, maybe. I'm not sure. But I know it was – might have been recently mixed in with no, Debo. Right. Yeah, I'm just asking, like, just a, a career game. I mean, Kittle went for, like, what, 180 and two touchdowns? You know, no, it's just like – Ayuk is forgotten. That. You know, it, just, it, just, it seems like the game plan every week is we're going to feature this player. He's going to get off. Everyone else is secondary or not even part of the game plan. That's what it just kind of feels to me. This last, I think, I think that's our, I think that's the game plan because uh, I think this against, week uh, uh, against the Bears, Debo went for one seventy one, and Elijah Mitchell went for one thirty seven. 
Well, yeah, I mean, the running back's still going to get his yards. So I'm talking about just like, I guess, receivers, tight ends, the ones we have. But you're no, still we never be- had. No, no, that's not yeah, we back. never had like a. Yeah. Like we never had dynamic. two receivers go off for 100 yards in one game. Understand? No, I mean, you're probably you might you might look in like Vernon Davis or Crabtree or like T.O. and Jerry Rice. Or J.J. Stokes, come on now. Come yeah, no, nah, I never <laughs> had. Come <him>. on, J.J. <laughs> it just hey, that seems weird in today's Stokes. you know NFL, right? That we can't have two 100 yard receivers in a game. But we were, but we were, um, we were running the ball 40 times a game, like three three wins in a row. You know what I mean? Yeah, but then you, I'm just saying, I mean, take out those games that we ran four yards in a row. It just, it just seems so weird that we can't do that. It's just one player eats. That's it. Everyone else is starving on the sideline. Or maybe this is a game that we lose again. Test. <laughs> you can't start the week with the negative vibe. You got to take your 24 hours, which you had, and you move on to Cincinnati, and you come with good energy, and we win. If we lose the Cincinnati, we're six and seven. We're still we're still in the playoffs. We're still in the playoff. But then when is Trey Lance gonna fucking start a football game? I think week 18. Oh god. Or he might get it against the Texans. How many teams have a hundred yard receiver, two hundred yard receivers in one game though? Uh, I think Cincinnati did. Cincinnati yeah, the Cowboys do it every damn week, I feel like. <laughs> I would say, hold on, because T. Higgins been eating, and then Jamar Trace been eating, and then Boyd. And even that tight end had a couple uh, nice little little career days. But yeah, Dallas is like that. Uh, shoot, there's a few teams. I think uh, the Vikings be like that with Thielen and uh, Jeffries. It's a normal occurrence. I feel like. Oh yeah, it's a passing league. Yeah, I know we're run first team, but still though, I mean, you could always just. I don't know. I just feel like. The targets, even target wise, it's, just, it's all towards one guy. So back in two thousand eleven, week. Back in two thousand twelve, Alex Smith passed for three hundred and three yards, and Frank Gore and Kendall Hunter uh, combined for three hundred and eleven yards rushing. Well, That's receivers, not bad. Shout out I need some receiving numbers, bro. <laughs> F the ground J. J. game. J.J. Stokes, J.J. Stokes, looking up, Tash, I'm telling you, he's, he's got that. He's that second guy. I'm trying to find it, man. It's hard to Google right now. I bet you he's got less than five 100-yard game careers in his life. Who? J.J. Stokes? No. Yeah, man. less than five. I'll put money on it right now. Oh, Tess. Yo, come on. Break the ice. All right. I'm looking it up right now. J.J. Stokes, pro football reference. Less than five. Calling it. No. 100-yard games? Yep. Yeah. Smoking crack, dude. He's nah, got like bro, 27. I say he's got like 27. No. All right. I got to go to game logs. Hold on. Hey, I put this how many hundred yard games JJ still have? Siri, Alexa, Tessie. <laughs> Why do we talk about JJ Stokes so much in this thing podcast? Oh, he's a friend of the podcast, apparently. He is a friend. He listens to the podcast. I'm telling you, he's one of our 17 followers. Bro, I got I got the game logs. Go ahead. Are you ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. 1994, one game. Okay. All right. Crap. Ads, ads, sorry, ads. How do I look? 95. At he had uh, one game in, in the last week of the season for 106. Was he hurt? Right. Oh, 96, he was hurt. 96, he was hurt? I mean, I only got five games on 96. Yeah, you're right. What a bum. <laughs> I mean, who remembers 96? Zero I mean, and 97. Zero and 97. Where do we at right now? Two? They've been playing like 15 years. Come on, JJ. Come through for the kid. 98, he had two. All right, he had four right now. Four total. Uh, 2000, he's at one. What about 99? 99, he's at one. Oh, man, 99, he didn't have anything, bro. We're running out of years, Chris. <laughs> oh, come on, JJ. <laughs> Nothing 2000. Nothing 2002. Nothing 2001. Bro, he's a bum. Oh, JJ. I counted, I counted four. JJ. <laughs> I still love you, though. I was, what I a was, bust. I was... One, two, three, four. Four. I told you, bro. JJ. Listen five. Listen so five. The question is, do I leave? Tenth overall now? pick. We could have Ray Lewis. I'm sad. Now I'm even more angry. I'm sad. JJ. All right, I can't run you no more, man. I'm Give me a prediction, man, for the Bengals game. Oh, me? Okay. Yeah. What are you talking about? Oh, 
Uh, Jimmy G starting. We're losing this game. <laughs> Thirty to seventeen. Thirty to seventeen. Damn. Bengals. Uh, Christian Chris. I'm one more optimistic. I'm gonna say we're gonna, <clears throat> I'm gonna say twenty four twelve. No, no, no. I'm saying twenty four twenty. Who Niners? I am gonna go thirty five to three uh, to seventeen. Bengals. Bengals. We own the Bengals. How do we, we, dude? In the eighties, we did. Nah, man. I remember I went to a Bengals game. I went to a Bengals game. It was Kaepernick and Vance McDonald. Right. This man, Vance McDonald, Kaepernick threw a five-yard out route to Vance McDonald. Hit him right in the face mask, and it bounced up. And the Bengals caught the ball. Either I'm thinking about the Browns or the Bengals. I can't remember. We own both Ohio. And they returned it for pick six, and we got blown out that game. I don't never remember being blown out by the Bengals. But I think it was it was either it was Johnny Manziel or somebody else was a quarterback. But it was no, Manziel beat Browns. us. He beat us. The Browns, then, huh? Johnny Manziel beat us when we went to Cleveland. So yeah, that's yeah. again I'm thinking about the Browns. There you go. There you go. Because I was that's like, I remember the Bengals. I was like, who was the quarterback for the Bengals at the time? Kidna, Palmer, no. Smith. Let's see, Forty Nine. Bengals all time matchup. I know there's a Super Bowl that we beat them, but I bet we're under 500. I'll put money on oh. right now. I'm already one for one. <laughs> JJ, I'm upset. All right, so I check it out. And in 2019, we beat them 41 to 17. See, in 2015, we lost 24 to 14. 2011, uh, we, we beat them. them. We beat them 13 to 8. And then in two, 2007, we beat them 20 to 13. So that was the last four. Overall, we are 12 and four. 12 and four. Yeah. We own them. <laughs> See, that's about it. Hey, that's a get right game for us. It's a get right. We're going to get right. Jimmy G, 300 yards, three tugs, <laughs> and two receivers over 100 yards. Oh, my God. That boy's like Madden over there, huh? AJ Stokes is gonna get 100 yards this game. Fucking crack. <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna say right now, I think we came. All of us are guilty of it. Every other analyst or you know fan of it. I mean, we, we were comparing this team, measuring them against the 2019 you know, team. That 2019 team is long gone. Like this team is mediocre. They might be six and six. They might finish the season eight and nine. Who knows? But this team is nowhere near. The 2019 season. Yeah, but 89 gets you in the playoffs. I don't want to go in the playoffs 89. That's pathetic. <laughs> that might be the first oh, team in sports history. We get in. I think. I think. No, we'll remember the, the Seahawks went to uh, when uh, Marshawn Lynch ran all over uh, the Saints. Whoa. They were like a seven-win team. They were seven and nine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's not a bad year. Seven and nine. You want to playoff game? And if I can remember right, they hosted that game. So Seattle or uh, New Orleans yeah. is probably worse than they were. No, no, they had like thirteen and three that year. But then, so how does how does Seattle host a the game then? The, play, the, the division winner. They won the division at seven and nine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so weird. That was a bad year. I that hope not. <laughs> Don't laugh like that, Ted. That's cold. But it's been three times. It's gonna happen three this times. year, just because they're adding that that extra team. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen every year from now on. That's like I said. Look, man, all I'm saying is we mess around, we beat the Bengals. Then Atlanta. And then we lose to, like, Tennessee. I don't and, know. And then we go on, like, a six-game winning streak and we win the Super Bowl. I mean, that's no, not hard to imagine. Not, I think after that, we're going to lose again. I think after Sunday, I don't think we lose again, Tess. We have to lose one more game because we can't just go on a nine-game roll. You don't think we'll – well, maybe the, maybe the Rams because we they, they, we all won. They always won. Yeah, you know what I mean? You can't just go on a nine-game roll. Not with this team. I don't see a nine-game roll out of them. You know what I mean? Like Jamal said, right? If you're not going to go to the playoffs and win a Super Bowl, what's the point? Yeah, that was a waste of year. No, I mean, you're building for the team. I mean, the players want to win. They want to get to the playoffs. You know, it kind of builds for them and the fan base. Like, yeah, let's get in, make some noise. But I ain't trying to go in seven and nine and get blown out. That's that's embarrassing. I don't think we'll get blown out. We haven't got blown out, though, you know? 
Yeah, if you get in as a seven seed, you're playing either Green Bay or Tampa, whoever finishes the two seed. We played Green Bay before. We lost that damn field goal. Yeah, but I don't know. But honestly, was- whoever we play is going to be good. I mean, that might be the Cowboys, Bucks, or uh, Green Bay. I hope we play the Cowboys. Oh, That'd be cool. I'd be down for that. Look at this. Look at this. Right after a loss, we're talking about we were playing the Cowboys in the playoffs. Look at us. Who See, that I'm so here, pissed. Huh? Who Signs, that was here? <laughs> uh, the, what is it? The Signs of denial. Oh, denial. Stages. Stages of denial. That's the name of the show. Stages of denial. Stages of denial. I like that. We, I we like hit, that a lot. We hit every. We hit every stage in this spot. <laughs> I know. It's. I think it's stages of depression. Stages of depression. We're in the denial phase right now. Yeah. I'm in denial denial about JJ Stokes, but I'm still still my guy. Numbers talk, bro. Numbers talk. I I can't say nothing right now. So here's here's the stages of denial, right? Shock and denial. So that was on Sunday, right? We're the shock. Pain and guilt. That was like this morning. Anger and bargaining. That's what we were doing earlier. Then we were depressed. Like, you know what I mean? Why are we even talking about this? Then the upward turn. Now we're talking about playoffs and playing the Cowboys. Reconstruction reconstruction and working through it. And then the last stage is acceptance and hope. Winning a motherfucking Super Bowl. (laughs) I've accepted that we suck. That's where I'm at right now. Hope. Where's the hope at? There ain't no hope. (laughs) I've lost hope. I've accepted that I lost hope. Let's put it this way. I lost hope in J.J. Stokes now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hey, man, if any, under five games, bro. If any, is, I'm going to keep all this in the pot, and if anybody's still listening, more power to you. Oh, we appreciate you. You know, it's a late-night talk show. You know, it's late. We guys supposed to be asleep by now, but, you know, we do it for y'all. The, for seven, the seven stages of denial. That's what I'm going to name the show. Yeah. We we hit all that in less than twenty four hours. <laughs> Golly, really do it again on next Sunday too. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> all again. Oh man, I hate the Seahawks. I hate the fans. I hate the stupid twelfth man they stole from Texas A and M. I hate their fake stadium that echoes sound. I hate their neon green signs. I hate Richard Sherman and Russell Wilson and Sierra. Then Pete Carroll. I hate Pete Carroll. I hate Pete Carroll. You look like Ellen DeGeneres. Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> there you go. Generous. Dude, gum chewing. He's got to have dentures, right? What is he like? Bro, he was, he was rocking a scarf, wasn't he? A scarf? I think he was wearing a scarf to uh, bring in the game. You know he's a big-time Giants fan? That sucks. <laughs> no way. Don't say yeah. that. He is. Is Steve Kerr is a big time freaking Seahawks fan? How's that work? How out? does that happen? It <laughs> makes no sense. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. You don't say that publicly when you coach in like the rivals city. Yeah. You don't say that. Oh, yeah, I'm a huge Seahawks fan. Like, what? You see what happened Sunday? Yeah, but at least the Warriors won. They were um they were favored by 19. And then they won over 19. So every game they've won so far, they've hit the over. Yeah, so you've been betting on them, Tess. Vegas put 19 on him. I was like, ugh, that's a little high for me. Yeah, yeah, that's like college. That's like college. They went over on They went over. Before we sign sign off real quick, what do you think about that uh, Pittsburgh quarterback that did that fake slide bullshit? Oh, dude, if you're going to fake slide, you got to get hit. Bruh, I I used to play safety, man. You ain't pulling that shit on me a second time. I'm going for your (laughs) goddamn dome when you do that bullshit, man. (laughs) F that. No, right, like you gotta hit him after. I would at least land, laid his ass out after the play. Like, well, they oh, tried. God. Everybody slowed down, right? Everybody slowed down. And he just kept taking off, and he scored a touchdown. Mm-hmm. He's a, a Heisman finalist. Yeah, but you know he's just there to. He's just there to sit down. It, everybody okay. knows going to Bryce Young. Well, this is a bad motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I, did, uh, I, can't, I can't even uh, friend on that. That's probably the best quarterback they had. Hey, man, Bryce Young, he, the, his best play was he was scrambling to his right and he pitched it to the running back, and then he went downfield and he blocked the uh, the safety. I was like, this dude is dope. <laughs> yeah. You'd be surprised that Alabama used to have all these running backs. And what's up, man, Najee's boy, though, man, Brian Robinson, man. 
He's playing hurt. He's playing hurt. Sweet. He better come back. I was going to play. He can't, man. He's like a six-year senior. I'm not even joking. <laughs> Shit, man. <laughs> That's rough. That man's over there working on his uh, PhD. All right. All right. I feel <laughs> that, but man, he was supposed to do some, some nice things this year. No, yeah, he's playing hurt. He's gonna have like a sixth grade, seventh, uh, sixth round, seventh round grade. Yeah, yes. that's why I'm like, shit, you can go back if you can. No, nah, there's no way he's gotta he's gotta come out after this year. Him and uh another one was a Ohio State's wide receiver. He'll probably go in the first round. Olave, Olave, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's cool. He's he's cool. Oh, Olave. Olave, yeah. So Olave he's another one that went back, but it was a good thing that he went back. And then Clemson's wide receiver, Ross. He went back, and that might have hurt his stock. Hell, yeah. Didn't he get hurt or something happened? He got hurt again. Yeah, something like that. Well, he wasn't playing. So he was going to get drafted, like, in the second or third last year. Yeah. I remember he was on my uh, receiver list. Yeah. And then he came back. Yep. Sometimes it's not good to go back. Uh, what's his name? Matt Barkley, huh, Matt Barkley? No, I don't know who that is. <laughs> Jamal, <laughs> Jamal wanted to draft Mark back, Matt Barkley in the first round. I was like, you're crazy, dude. I played the And fifth. then who's that Notre Dame quarterback you wanted to draft? Don't say Jimmy Clark. Oh, no, no, Deshaun Kaiser. Deshaun Kaiser. But he would have been like a second round quarterback though. Still whiffed. I'll admit to it. I still whiffed. Don't have this don't have the Shanahan eye for quarterbacks. It's not good. I, I'm happy to say that too. <laughs> <laughs> At least he didn't draft CJ Bathar. <laughs> what else then? Joe Staley take us out. How's it go? Jimmy Tom Sula, Jimmy Tom Sula. <laughs> Open up my shirt like Jimmy Tom Sula. Got the gold chain on like Jimmy Tom Sula. Like that?